G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Communication between people, I mean real meaningful communication, is getting harder to come by. Technology lets us be more connected, but somehow we communicate less with people and with God. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and thank you so much for joining me as we take a look today at this communication gap from a different perspective. And do stay tuned, because in just a few minutes, I'll be telling you about my free daily devotional, Fresh. It's all about helping you draw closer to Jesus, and by His power, become all that He made you to be. The more technology we seem to get in our hands, the more connected we become. Way back when, the postal service was the major innovation. Then came telephones and cars and then faxes and mobile phones and email. These days, my 16-year-old daughter communicates with her friends through websites like myspace.com. The other thing you notice is the more of this stuff we have available in our lives, the busier we become, the more options we have. So, So we cram pack our lives full of doing and stuff and stuff. And the incredible paradox of all this is that the more communication devices we have at our fingertips the less we communicate. You know, the sort of communication that happened when we went camping as kids and sat around the fire and just just talked. Somehow, we're so busy these days that that sort of comfortable relationship-building, affirming communication seems to have gone out the window, whether it's with other people or with God. Now, this paradox is real. It's alive. It affects almost everybody. Somehow, technology and work and and all the entertainment options we have these days, instead of opening us up to other people, close us down. In so many of these things you can do just on your own. The the teenagers who are wired to their iPods. I was listening to the news last night on television here in Australia, and they were saying that one in three adults has an MP3 music player. I proudly thought, well, (laughs) I'm not one of those. And then I realised my mobile phone has an MP3 player on it. It's also seductive. Cable television, internet, movies, restaurants, on and on. Okay, we can't all afford all of those things all the time. But it's amazing how we go chasing after the the baubles that the world says you've got to have. Buying stuff. Working longer and longer. And those leisurely lunches that we used to have with family and friends on the weekend are replaced with with rushing around shopping centres and buying stuff and getting this organised and that organised. I'm a victim of of this sort of world as much as anyone else. One of the things I've had to do is deliberately carve out time with people. I have to get to the end of the day and say, you know something, I can work another couple of hours and answer all the emails or I can stop and have some time with my wife and my family. I have this friend, good friend, James, and, and once or, or twice a week, we make a point of catching up for coffee together just to sit and talk, just so that I can have some male fellowship and he with me and have a friendship. We need to stop this merry-go-round. 
Get off and smell the roses. And these days, you know something, I think these days, this is a deliberate decision to go against the flow. It's true in my relationship with people, and it's true in my relationship with God. There are a lot of people, you know, who've discovered how wonderful it is to pray, to have communication with God, to stop and to pause with Him, and to just rest with Him every day. But many of those people live incredibly busy lives. They're just too busy to do this every day. Get up, have breakfast, commute to work, you're flat out all day, you come home, you're tired, you watch the news, the television. How do you fit in great family communication, let alone spending time with God in prayer? It's a good question. I spoke on this subject a couple of years ago at a conference of Christian leaders in the field of media and communications. Now, you'd expect that these Christian leaders in the field of media and communications would have this sorted. Hmm. I made the point when I was speaking that the most important thing each one of us has to do in our lives is to have a relationship with God. I mean, a young lawyer came up to Jesus and said, Jesus, what's the most important thing, you reckon? And Jesus said, oh, that's easy. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, all your strength. This is the greatest commandment, and the second one's just like it. Love others as you love yourself. So what, what Jesus is saying to me and, and to you is the most important thing on our to-do list for today is to spend some time with him. And we call that, we call that prayer. It was really interesting at this conference, one by one afterwards during the morning tea break and the afternoon tea break and the lunch break, one by one, these leaders came up to me and said, you know something, this is something I have a real problem with in my life. I'm just so busy. I don't know how to get some time alone with God in my life every day. This is a really common problem. It's not just me. It's not just you. Most people who know that prayer works struggle to carve out a regular prayer time. Now, we kind of know in our hearts one of the best things we can do. And over this week and next week, we'll be talking about that because prayer is such a powerful thing. But carving out that time, just finding 10, 15 minutes or half an hour or 45 minutes, where do you find that sort of time? But you know something? When I spend that time quietly each morning with my God, I have a peace and a joy and a rest and a power and ability to get through the rest of the day. I seem to handle things so much better. It works. But we're so busy doing the urgent things, we don't have time for the important things. Let me tell you something. Let's get a grip on reality here. Who sets the priorities in our lives? Well, I know there are some things we just have to do, but at the end of the day, we set the priorities. We allocate our time. We decide. And if we don't do this, set aside time for communication with God, with other people, a communication gap emerges. It happens in a family. It happens in a marriage. It happens at work. It happens in any relationship you'd care to mention. If we don't spend some good time together, you know something? We're going to drift apart. The communication gap gets wider and wider and wider. You know what I've noticed? My fellowship with God gets deeper and richer when I have regular prayer with him, everyday prayer life. If I let it go day here, day there, becomes two or three days, becomes a week. Then I sit down and try and pray. And it's like the conversation is, is just bouncing off the ceiling. It feels like he's not there. But isn't that the nature of relationships? If we let things drift apart, if a husband and wife 
just go running around doing all the stuff they do all the time. And then after a couple of weeks, they look at each other and they feel so dissatisfied with their relationship, communication is hard to re-establish. But when they just take a few minutes each day or just spend some time together or have a cup of coffee or have a quiet time after dinner without the kids, whatever it is, the communication just flows. This is a decision that we have to make. It's the nature of relationships. Do I want a rich relationship with God? I mean, do I really, really want that? Is that the most important thing in my heart? And if the answer is yes, well, let me get in your face, then it has to translate into the priorities we apply to our to-do list. We need to carve out that time and keep it. Maybe you're like me and you're a morning person and you love getting up in the morning, but maybe that doesn't work for you. Maybe it's on the bus or on the train or in the car when you're heading off to work. Maybe it's in the evening, just quietly on your own. Whenever it works for you. Can I tell you something? There is power in prayer, real power, and a rest and a delight and a wonder, but it just ain't going to happen if we don't set the time aside. The Word of God is alive and active, amen, with the power to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. And that's what the Fresh Daily Devotional is all about. It's completely free, and I'd love to send it to you. Each day you'll receive a life-changing scripture together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement from me delivered right to your inbox where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. Remember, God's Word is the power to change and it's fresh for you each day. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.